0: This episode of a work in progress. Thank you for downloading it. Today's topic is definitely one of Kim's favourites. And I've been trying to think of a quote that goes with this, but I haven't found it, but about laughter and beauty, because Kim laughs a lot and always looks incredibly beautiful when she does. So, Kim, we're going to start with you, now that I've made you squam, um, <laughs> giving a definition of what laughter is. Oh, thank you, V. What
1: a wonderful thing to say. Thank you. OK, so laughter, as you say, I love laughter. I love to laugh. And here we are. Laughter is to show emotion such as mirth, joy or scorn with a chuckle or explosive vocal sound.
0: And we both know my head's always in a musical, and I've now got Mary Poppins in my head. I love, I love to
1: laugh. Love, exactly, love to that's all. not my sister—that's yeah. her favourite. I'm going to start swaying. Yeah, I love to <laughs> laugh. Lovely. So, um, but did we notice there? It was to show emotions such as mirth, joy, or scorn. Mm. Now there's there you are. So it's not always laughter. not always yeah. about the the positive emotion, and we'll talk about that later on. Mm-hmm. So um, the other thing I thought was we've got laughter. What about humour? And a definition of humour is a quality in something that makes you laugh. because so I think those are quite interlinked, aren't they, laughter mm. and humour? And the reason I wanted to put humour in is because we've talked about the uh, values in action, the um, survey, the, uh, the character strength survey, values in action, we've talked about that uh, in other podcasts. And uh, the values in actions, one of the character um, traits is humour. And the uh, definition of that character trait is liking to laugh and tease, bringing laughs to other people. And, um, and humour is in the category of transcendence in that survey. Mm-hmm. And it, transcendence describes strengths that help you connect to the larger universe and provide meaning. And um other strengths in this category are appreciation of beauty and excellence, gratitude, hope and spirituality. So I think it's saying there that laughter takes us out of ourselves yeah. into the the wider, the wider um, world and universe. So laughter, we know how much laughter means to me. v mm-hmm. what about you? What does it mean?
0: I have an interesting relationship with laughter. I've been pondering on this since we said we were going to do this. I know if I'm at the theatre or at the cinema or if I'm with friends, I will laugh a lot. If I'm watching TV, I don't ever laugh because I can't hear it if I'm laughing. Whereas at the cinema and theatre, obviously everything's louder. And when I'm with friends, I can ask them to repeat it. And I really, this is going to sound really weird, I know, I hate seeing comedians because I hate being told I've got to find something funny. And I think a lot of that stems from, you You said it then about how it can be scorn, mm. but quite often when I was a kid, I was laughed at and not laughed with. Mm. So I think there's still, I learn certain ways on what I find funny. And I do find a lot of things funny and I do laugh a lot, but I think there are some things that I've not actually learned to do because of how I was scorned by them or for them when I was a child mm-hmm. so yeah I love a good laugh but I then also and I know he will listen to this at another point so hopefully this will reiterate the point to him even more if we're watching something at home my partner will laugh at that and then look at me intently to see if I'm laughing and it just feels like it's more pressure yeah. to laugh and I just get the urge to well, pop up the middle finger at him frequently. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've told him this several yeah. times, but he still keeps doing it because he laughs so much, which yeah. is fantastic, sometimes at inopportune moments. But, you know, it's lovely that he laughs so much. But, yeah, I don't like feeling pressured. It's the comedian thing again. I don't like feeling that I have to find something funny. Yeah. Whereas other times, I remember going to see... Uh, I think the film was actually called Le Bell. Uh, It was a French film back in the 90s. And this was in the days when we'd still have a trailer beforehand. And the trailer beforehand was all of this, this 15-minute video about shadow puppets. And I went with a friend and I sat next to a man and his partner. And the man and I were in hysterics. And even just thinking about it, I'm struggling not to laugh, thinking about it's a bloody shadow puppet, which would mean nothing to anyone else. but my friend and his partner were like there's nothing funny about oh. this whatsoever um whereas i think it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen so it is very objective oh isn't it goodness. and yeah so so, so, so hmm. objective what make what one person laughs at another one doesn't yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm, I'm not I really dislike slapstick but I think that's because I've also always been very clumsy Mm. and I'm the one on my ass most of the time um so I've never found it funny and I know how embarrassed and shameful you feel when when you're in that position yes but um Yeah. yeah there's lots of things I do find funny I just don't like the The pressure, the pressure. Now,
1: it's interesting hearing you say that because the first thing is, I think of uh, what I've become aware of is that I, when I'm laughing, I actually am the person who looks to see that other people are laughing, Mm. and I became aware of that. Now, whether that was to do with um, being involved in laughter yoga, Mm. I don't know. Made me more aware of laughter, but I definitely am that. If I'm laughing. I know that my draw is to go towards the people that I'm with to see if they're laughing too. Mm -hmm. And I've become so aware of it that I try not to do it because I think, again, not even thinking about the pressure of it, but just thinking, actually, it doesn't matter whether anyone else is laughing. So I think probably laughter yoga has given me the confidence to laugh regardless of whether anyone else is laughing. I think there's something there about laughter being connecting and that you you kind of like you are drawn to connect with laughter. So you you want other people to do it because yeah. then it's there's a bond, there's yeah. that one.
0: I still laugh inwardly. Yeah. I think it's because my hearing's not great. Yeah. If I laugh, I miss the next sentence and yeah. then I miss some of the story yeah, and start, then you just start laughing out So now. yeah, so I laugh inside quietly. Yeah. But um
1: yeah, but I'm not a Yeah. And the and the other thing, because this shows, doesn't it, how different people are, um, we have a lot of similarities. And when you said, I don't like slapstick, I absolutely love slapstick. <laughs> that is what will make me laugh. And, um, yeah, there's that bit of slapstick, isn't there, where you think somebody might get hurt. However it's just an automatic reaction to me and there might be something as we're going to talk about later on about nervous laughter Mm. and maybe there's some nervous laughter in there because it's like the shock or that oh my goodness that comes when you get that kind of like you know um trigger to laugh but I do like I
0: think there's a huge element of that
1: there Yeah. yeah Um, so I guess for me I've become aware how much laughter can be used as a as a tool Mm -hmm. for self-care and well-being I suppose because there's huge benefits to your body and your mind Uh, so for me it is a shortcut to well-being hadn't really thought about that until I got involved with laughter yoga and I'll talk about laughter yoga later um, and I think my main message about laughter today is is going to be why wait until you find something funny to laugh at because laughter has such a good effect on your mind and your body mm-hmm. that to to wait for for it um, it just seems like it seems a shame to me that. Yeah you know it's always like having something that you know is good for you and you never use it because nothing makes you laugh but as I say we'll talk about laughter yoga later it's just so good for your mind and body and that's what I've learned over over
0: time really it's interesting thinking about when I was at my worst I'd had a my second breakdown and it was just me and my cats in my tiny flat most of the time and I can remember at times sitting there sobbing, you know, that horrible, snotty, wet mm. sobbing. And then one of my cats would do something and I'd be laughing and sobbing at the same yeah. time. But I, they were always a reason to smile, even yeah. when I couldn't find much else to smile about. Yeah. And I think there is, all of us can find that, whether that's something in our homes, in a book, in a film, outside, and to remember that, Yes, laughter could be, I almost said the should word then, (laughs) laughter could be a a sort of not a a prepared response, but then also we can go and look for it. It doesn't make it any less important if we've gone out of our way to watch something funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you can purposely watch something so you get those benefits, or you might be not intending to do that, and then something grabs you. I guess there mm. is that difference, isn't there? Um, and also, like you say, you can laugh and cry at the same time,
0: mm.
1: and those might be, te- you know, laughter tears, or it might be that you're feeling down or sad, but so- like you say, something just grabs you. And mm. and for me, laughter. To- is a good is a mood changer you know but then sometimes it's not appropriate to to laugh or you know it's too early in a situation maybe if you're supporting somebody and you kind of like you'll see the funny side but they won't be ready to to laugh yet yeah um it seems that maybe as adults we're maybe too serious what do you think about that
0: yeah, I think... And I certainly was for a very long time. I was a very serious person. I'd laugh a lot with children that I was looking after because I was allowed to do that. Whereas as a grown-up, I felt like when I was with grown-ups, I had to be sensible and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not laugh at too much. And, yeah, so for a long time, I didn't feel I laughed very much. But I, I think there's also... I had braces on my teeth when I was a teenager and my orthodontist, lovely lady, but she did it as a hobby. So she skied all around the world. So they were on for like five, six years. And um, so for years, I was really conscious about showing my teeth. So I didn't laugh. And when I did laugh, on the rare occasion I did laugh, I'd cover my mouth. Yes. And I think that's also part of it as well, that sometimes... You know, I know that with the people I work with, someone will say, Oh, I don't laugh because someone told me I sound like a squealing pig when I do. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, Well, fabulous. Just laugh anyway. It's their issue, not yours. Yeah. But when you are that person that's being told you sound like a squealing pig, you can understand why there's insecurities. Mm. But really, that's needing to change the people around you rather than you needing to change yourself, I feel. Yeah. yeah.
1: So there can be some kind of embarrassment around yeah. it, can't there? Um, I suppose the thing that I'm aware of is kind of like being almost like being silly. So what is the not the opposite to serious, but something that maybe is in a, a different on, a, on the other end of the scale would be seriousness and silliness. Mm-hmm. And I think as adults, we kind of protect ourselves from being silly. Um, and yet children, they're just so... They they just you know they they kind of let go aren't they and mm. they and they're playful and silly so being a bit more playful maybe something to think about
0: yeah. yeah well you know when when you've seen me talk yeah you know, when I've done book yes. readings whether it's my children's books or my adult's book yes. I still make everyone get up and do the same things I would do with four year olds you know and. People are always a bit embarrassed, but they always end up smiling, if not laughing, at the end because they're being given permission to laugh. And you know, and I think I've got a postcard on my bathroom wall and it says it's never too late to have a happy childhood. And I think that's it, you know, why? Yes, obviously there are things we can't live with the abandon of a child and not worry about paying rent or mortgage or the bills, whatever but there's no reason why we can't still enjoy the freedom of childhood with the laughter and the play and we did play didn't we in the first series I think and talked about that and laughter is a huge part of that yeah. i feel yeah
1: definitely and i always had an image then of like holding seriousness and responsibility in one hand and playfulness and silliness mm-hmm. and humor in the other and kind of like putting them together because they don't have to be exclusive do they just because you're you know you might be you know might be like being silly or mm. you want to be silly doesn't mean to say that you can't be responsible as well Um, I think there's something as well about uh, I said the word letting go earlier on and it's about letting go almost like chopping your head off (laughs) not literally yes. <laughs> so, not so take <laughs> take your head out because with your head what you get is judgments isn't it mm. so you know or you know should again guess? And all should the should judgment of should I be laughing at this or should I be doing this is it appropriate as an adult to be doing this kind of mm. whatever whatever makes you laugh um yeah, so just a, an explosion of laughter, really. Now, so as we're recording this, I've got in, in the office is a um, calendar. Mm. And um, for today, it's, uh, it says, and it's a quote one, of course. And it says, in the manic society, we increasingly display what psychologists call type H behaviour. The H stands for hurried, hostile and humourless so a little reminder and that is by um Robert Holden that was his on his calendar so um exploration as we say so listeners have a little reflect on this what makes you laugh are you like me who likes slapstick or more like V Mm. who doesn't and what kind of things would make would make you laugh V um
0: my cats still make me laugh every day um I love good conversations with people where laughter comes up as part of that yeah. you know where you're sharing experiences and and it does come naturally uh but I also love silliness in films and in theater and i mean i'm I love the theater, and I really love. I've got a real thing that if I'm going to the theatre and paying out that amount of money, I've got to laugh (laughs) because I don't see the point in going and feeling miserable. Um, So I won't, I've still, even the Hugh Jackman version and I worship the ground he walks on, I still haven't seen Les Mis because I don't understand why I'd want to put myself through something called The Miserable. I know, I used to think that and I've got a very different view on that now. Mm. I know I need to give it a chance and I will. At some point, I promise.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, when did you last laugh is another question. Um, yeah, sometimes they're, you know, sort of spaced apart, aren't they? Yeah. But to look back and go, oh, well, when did I last laugh? And almost like, you know, a real kind of belly laugh. Put your hands mm. on your belly and, and feel that move.
0: Mm. Oh, I felt
1: a bit like Father Christmas then. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know, that, that real earthy, kind yeah. of like abandoned, really abandoned laugh. You might kind of like just giggle. But um yeah, think about then. When did you last laugh? When are you most likely to laugh? I think for me that would be it's likely to be
0: in company. Yeah. With other people. Most of the time. Although yes. most mornings I get woken up again. I am coming off as crazy cat lady today. One of my cats likes to wake me up by licking the inside of my nostrils and it really tickles. So I wake up most mornings with a giggle. That's really not what a lovely way to wake up it's with really a giggle. really odd sensation. A cat's tongue up your nostril, <laughs> but it works. Marvellous.
1: So um, who are you most likely to laugh with? Which kind of I, I sort of answered that question, didn't I? I said with, with people yeah. um, who, I think, for me, the people that I laugh with are probably going to be the people that are closest to me. I think there's something about that sharing and um, knowing each other's sense of humour, maybe. A sense of safety as well. There is, yeah. I think it is. a. In some ways, I suppose, the more I think about it, there's a vulnerability about yeah. laughter you kind of like open yourself up to it and maybe that's why I was thinking right take your take your head out and take your rational rational side out of you mm. because there is a vulnerability about it. Um there are many benefits so um some of the benefits are for our body for our mind um our immune system all of those things that I've learned over the, the years about the um the benefits so social as well social connections like we just said about if we if we um join with people to laugh it's a good connector
0: I guess that's where the laughter yoga comes in as well to some degree, isn't
1: it? Uh, definitely. And I suppose this all this learning for me is is from laughter yoga and my sort of like my introduction to laughter yoga. Shall I tell you a little bit about laughter yoga for anybody that doesn't know? Many people probably do know now if they yep. if they've um, been aware of our work. But uh, laughter yoga was started by a medical doctor, Madan Kataria. Um, He started Laughter Yoga because he wanted to almost like um, share with other people what he thought to be the health benefits of laughter. Um, And he started that in Mumbai and he had five people actually when he started it. Um, That was in 1995 and now there's Laughter Yoga groups all over the world. Um, When I say Laughter Yoga to people, they quite often think there are yoga poses involved. And then I explained that, that it's not about yoga at all. It's not about the yoga mm. poses, but it is about the breathing. Because the uh, laughter is you breathe in, obviously, and then you, you've got a longer breath out. And so they call that diaphragmatic breathing. And um, so you breathing from your diaphragm and it really gets, really um, massages your internal organs and your lungs including your lungs so really good for breathing um just amazing for everything really as you can tell i'm very passionate about it um we have myself and um, my friend julie we have been running a a class now for four years it's our fourth birthday yeah and um it just i think love the laughter yoga is something that gets better uh, the more you do it you know you just get more comfortable with it mm-hmm. your inhibitions go we we see people that come and they you know they're nervous about it or just a bit like skeptical about it but if you can just sort of go through it and um and i'm going to say expose yes. <laughs> expose yourself to it i think it you you definitely feel the benefits yeah
0: yeah i think i know when you when we met and you told me you did this I did think it's just a little bit of nonsense isn't it uh it's just a bit weird how could you force yourself to laugh and I still don't know and I've done many sessions with you now I still don't know whether I'm laughing because you're telling me to or whether I'm actually laughing because I'm enjoying it or what but all that matters now I've decided is that I'm laughing and it's interesting how when I've done a few of these things with you how there's a few things that stick in my head and you know I still can't say very good without going very good very good yay you're <laughs> um, brainwashed, you're yeah, brainwashed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah no that is it. and the thing about that very good very good and you put your arms up that's a whole it's a, your body posture mm. and um, we know that you, you know your your mood Is affected by your body posture and so to lift everything up and of course the breathing as well helps your mental health so good for your body good for your mental health there's something as well about bringing you present because you when you laugh it is in the present it's not in the past or in the future Mm -hmm. so we spend a lot of our time thinking about the future thinking about the past when you laugh, you do it in the present and it and it keeps you in the present
0: Mm -hmm. But then I'm saying that there are the things that you do. I remember being in the back of a cab with two friends of mine. And I won't go into details, but basically we were outside a Kellogg's factory. And he said something funny. And he and I just started rolling around with laughter. And our other friend just was so naive, she couldn't get the, the jokes at all. And even now, I mean, that was a good five, six years ago even now just thinking about it, same as the, the cartoon I told you about earlier, you know, it's in my head yes. and I will find it funny whenever I think about it. Yeah. So there is still an element of past in laughter and that we can bring it You forwards. can bring
1: the memories, you um, bring those memories through yeah. and relive it, which is a bit like savouring, isn't it? Yeah. So you can savour, savour those moments.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, lots of good things about laughter. What about the dark side? <laughs> take us to the dark side yeah it's defensive fair. humor defensive humor so laughter is used as a defense mechanism I
0: will admit that I really like sarcasm mm-hmm. Um, and I do find it quite funny when other people are sarcastic as well yeah but then I also appreciate that it can be hurtful when you're at yes. so I tend to you know when when you're at the end of the sarcastic humor when it's about you so I don't tend to make it about other people it tends to be if I'm laughing at myself or you know um I mean I am I am incredibly clumsy and I've got a whole list of accidents that only V could do you know and when I do them I find them hysterically funny, so it's that is a bit of a slapstick thing, I guess, it but is. it's only me that's hurting, that's yeah. Exactly. So, it's, so, that's a protection, different. isn't it? You're protecting yeah. other people, yeah. But the, the sarcasm, I think most people that are sarcastic, and maybe I'm looking at it generously because I see myself as sarcastic, yeah. it's a sort of there's quite a quick wit there, yes. and I appreciate that that's, in some way, yeah. you know, if you think of like oscar wilde and people like that they were very quick-witted and and i like that in a person intelligence yeah 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 no that's true
1: and i guess it's just about for sarcasm um it's being aware of it and being more um conscious of when you use it and and being aware that it can be hurtful um the defense mechanism part um I read that it's uh, it can be used to guard against overwhelming anxiety, which also made me think about nervous laughter, mm. and that and that's you know and again with defense mechanisms you can use them to your advantage, can't you? Mm. You know, it's it, is it if you have nervous laughter, is it um, is it a good thing or a bad thing? It's a bit of both, I suppose. And one of those things is it lightens the the mood, doesn't it? If you're nervous and you laugh, it kind of just dissipates it a bit.
0: I think, you know, I've been in situations where someone's laughed nervously and I think, well, this isn't the place. But then I also think if that's what gets you through, that's the important thing. That is exactly it. Um, And I think the dark side, the difference is, you, you talked about it at the beginning, the difference in enjoyable laughter and dark laughter is... Whether you're laughing with someone or at someone. Yes. And I think that... That's know. a really good dis- definer, isn't it?
1: Yeah. With or at.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, even when you're watching a film and it's... Even if it's like, you know, Charlie Chaplin or Harold... Yes. What was his name that hung from the clocks and, and things, you know, in the early films. Yeah. Um, you're still laughing with them because that's what they set it up for you to do. Yes. But, yeah, if you, I know that I've been laughed at because of how I moved or how I danced or what I've said yeah. and that's been used as a a tool to berate yeah. me with whereas again like I said earlier you know it's getting those people out of my life rather than the because it's their issue yeah. not mine that's right. yeah but when you're in that situation it's quite hard to to see that isn't yeah, it definitely. whereas now i don't think anyone does laugh at me and if they do i don't notice no. and i don't care as much because i'm more concerned about how i feel about me than how anyone else feels
1: yeah and i think that what i've just become aware of there is almost like that fear of being laughed at yeah like most fears can stop you doing something yeah. and it's about you know just maybe questioning that and going well you know, is that what i am I afraid of? That someone's going to laugh at me? Yeah. And, you know, just being curious about that, really. And, yeah. And talking about it. Well,
0: it's like I said, you know, when I do my talks or my book readings, I do still get sometimes a little niggling voice in the middle of my brain going, they're just going to think you're a bit stupid. Mm. But then I think, it doesn't matter because I really like doing it. That's right. That's so, what's important here. Yeah. So yeah. because I enjoy it, yeah. And I think because I'm enjoying it and laughing, then people feel relaxed enough to enjoy it and laugh too. Because I'm showing the way. I'm yeah. I'm showing that I'm. If I just sat there and went, like, I want you all to do this silly thing. But well, you do it, don't you? Yeah, I do it all.
1: It. You model it, yeah. so that's yeah. that's a good thing. Um, so how can we how can we improve increase our laughter? Yes, there's laughter yoga. I appreciate that's not for everyone. Uh, watching films
0: um I would say a clip yes. about the laughter yoga I would yes. have said oh no it's definitely not for me yeah. and I wouldn't have done it had I not met you. Yes. I would say give it a go because and there's I think I told you about it there was a in the last series of Breaking Dad with Bradley and Barney Walsh oh, yes. they did a laughter yoga session. Yeah. And just watching them it was really it funny. It made you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think and, and he bradley walsh was very against it but even he came around to the idea that he could see something in it so yeah. i would say i thought i was someone it wasn't for, for. but i tried it and enjoyed yeah. it yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, give it, it a it go give, give it, it, it a go um
1: barbara Fredrickson, in her positivity book uh, talks about amusement which is on, this, on the lines of humour and um, laughter. And she says, bring together objects and mementos that have a connection with, with amusement for you. So again, it's, a bit, it's kind of like being proactive, isn't it? It's, it's maybe not accepting or not just taking for granted that you don't laugh or you could laugh more. It's like, do something about it. Okay, so yeah, so bring some things together that make you laugh funny films video clips and well, enjoy it that's my
0: or meet up with someone who makes you laugh somehow yes you know even if you're going to sit there and talk about the you know if I have burnt myself on a saucepan of soup again you know I mean I I burnt myself on my forehead once from a saucepan of soup (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah lots of silly silly accidents I've had like that you know just even if it's just sort of laughing at the ridiculousness of things um you know I mean I know I've even had conversations with friends where you're laughing about the ridiculousness of sobbing you know and, and there's just fluid coming out of everywhere and it's gross and horrible but it's also really ridiculous, and so yeah. you know it's funny at the same time. Um, yeah, so there's lots we can do, and we can search for it too, can't we? Bring laughter in, yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and I do think the exercises to make yourself laugh, or deliberately looking for things to make you laugh, are a good tool. So um, yes, so quotes this time then kim okay I, I'm so i'm expecting you to have about 17 <laughs> no, well funny enough, i've only really just got one
1: although there is one other that i'd like to mention so um a well-developed sense of humor is the pole that adds balance to your steps as you walk the tight rope of life this one i liked and that's by william arthur ward and something that you pointed out to me, V, when we were in my house and you pointed out something on my wall and you said, you haven't mentioned that. And this was a present from Julie, who I know listens to this. And um, it, you, Hello, Julie. Hello, Julie. <laughs> and so it is a uh, photo, uh, in a photo frame, and it is a definition of laughter. And it says, the best form of therapy, a reason to celebrate life's
0: crazy moments, the sound of your soul dancing. I've got two quotes. My first one's by Mother Teresa. Let us not use bombs and guns to overcome the world. Let us use love and compassion. Peace begins with a smile. Smile five times a day at someone you don't really want to smile at at all. Do it all for peace. So let us radiate peace and extinguish in the world and in the hearts of all men, all hatred and love for power. So it's the... um I know that Dr. David Hamilton talks often about kindness and the ripple effect, and there's yeah. children's books about it, and it's something that we both believe in passionately, isn't it? And this next one is by Viktor Frankl, mm-hmm. and Viktor Frankl wrote *Men's Search for Meaning*, and he was in a concentration camp for most of the Second World War, and so I think this is um, reiterating what we said about you can find laughter anywhere, and he says, "I never would have made it if I could not have laughed." It lifted me momentar- momentarily out of this horrible situation just enough to make it livable. Mm. So, if he can find something to laugh at in literally the most dire of human yeah. situations, yeah, then. That's, that is good. That's um, yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> we'll end it there. Thank you for joining us. We do love sharing these with you. We'd love it if you got in touch with any questions or contributions. Email us and tell us what makes you laugh. Uh, we'd love to know that as well. I do like a good joke as well. I really like silly mm-hmm. jokes, so do send them in. Uh, you can email us at a work in progress podcast, abbreviated to awippodmail at gmail.com. You can visit our website at com. You can follow us on Twitter at positivity underscore awip. And Instagram at awip underscore positive podcast. Thank you. Thank you.